Morning, y'all. I'm Patrick Phillips, in for Katie Kamen, and it's Wednesday, June 21st. On this date, in 1788, the U.S. Constitution went into effect as New Hampshire became the ninth state to ratify it. And here's a little birthday trivia for you. Two actors who played husband and wife in the TV series Family Ties are both celebrating birthdays today. Do you remember who played mom and dad to Michael J. Fox's character of Alex P. Keaton? I'll have the answer coming up. But first, let's see what the weather forecast has in store. We'll head over to the Live 5 First Alert Weather Center. And good Wednesday to you. Today is the official start to summer, and we're looking at the potential of a couple of showers and storms this morning, along with scattered storms around this afternoon. Won't rain all day like yesterday. There'll be plenty of breaks, but just take the umbrellas with you just in case, especially inland this afternoon. That's where our best chance of rain will be. High temperatures today will get up in the low to mid 80s. Now, tomorrow we expect highs in the low to mid 80s, along with Friday, along with the chance of some scattered showers and storms. Rain chance will go down once we get into to the weekend. Just a few hit or miss storms with highs near 90. You're listening to Morning Y'all, your local headlines and first alert weather forecast powered by the Low Country's news leader, Live 5 News. Now, let's get to your morning headlines. Deputies in Berkeley County are investigating a shooting that left one person dead and two others injured. The Berkeley County Sheriff's Office says they were called to Taurus Lane around 6 last night for an argument. While on their way to the scene, they were told about shots being fired. Deputies say they found three people who had been shot when they arrived. Now, one person was pronounced dead on the scene. The other two were taken to a hospital. The Sheriff's Office has not said if any arrests have been made. After almost three hours of heated discussion, the Charleston City Council voted to defer discussions about the development of a site in West Ashley. Yeah, big talker here. Council members weighed in on three options with different parking designs to replace the old Piggly Wiggly in West Ashley off of Sumar Street. Now, the first and most popular with the public failed with a split vote. It would have seen an underground parking lot built with enough room to house businesses, outdoor areas, and a civic building. Before the votes, council members brought up several concerns, including the lack of communication about what kinds of businesses would go there. Some also voiced it could have a financial burden on taxpayers as the city could need more money once the project begins to maintain the infrastructure. Even though the council did seem to agree that the future of West Ashley is what's important, the discussion again was deferred and there's no word on when that project will be taken back up again. Johns Island will soon see new businesses, including a new medical office development. Developers of the project shared their initial renderings last night. The development is set to be along Maybank Highway next to the Angel Oak Animal Hospital, almost directly in between River Road and Main Road. Right now, the plan for development stands at three one-story buildings and three two-story buildings. 85% of the businesses there will be in the medical field. The rest would be light restaurant and retail use. Overall, the city's design review board liked the renderings of the proposal, so they will move forward with fine-tuning the renderings. Uh, we could see groundbreaking on the project by the end of the year, if not early next year. 
The Charleston County Council is expected to approve its budget for next year, but it'll come with some raises to property taxes in some areas. The budget is about 10% larger than the previous one. The additional money is coming from an increase in taxes for homes in special districts like the St. Paul's Fire District. The rest of the county's taxes will remain the same. The new budget would also come with a 3% raise for county employees and another pay bump around the holidays. A full breakdown of which districts will see an increase in property taxes and by how much can be found right now on Live5News.com. The Charleston County School Board of Trustees has taken its first step in approving next year's $700 million budget. The first reading was approved during a special meeting yesterday afternoon. It included a $5,000 boost to starting teacher pay, increasing starting salary to around $48,000 a year. It also extends the time frame that veteran teachers can get raises to 40 years. The board also voted to increase property taxes on businesses, cars, and non-owner occupied homes. They considered a uh, budget that would see 40 people laid off, but agreed doing so so close to the school year would not be fair and voted to keep those jobs. The board is expected to have its final vote on the budget July 17th. Safety and overall classroom environment concerns have been really common among teachers in recent years. The Charleston County School District says that it's seen a significant percentage drop in behavioral problems after making some changes to its discipline policy. This all comes as the district has moved to address the increase in violent behavior observed over the pandemic. Our Alicia Vo Wimberly joins us live now and tells us how they're balancing correcting behavior and keeping schools safe with keeping kids in schools. Alicia Vo, good morning. Yeah, good morning, Nick and Shelby. Well, representatives from the Charleston County School says it all starts with an understanding that out of school and in school suspensions are the last resort. They've watched their discipline numbers over a weekly and monthly basis and have worked with their principals to make sure they are decreasing in referrals like in school, out of school suspensions and expulsions. What the school system is attempting to achieve now is preventing dangerous behaviors before they happen and using other intervention methods such as mediation and conflict resolution. Jacqueline Haynes, social superintendent for Acceleration Schools, says it's been work to change the mindset of teachers so they're able to work with students in the classroom. And after looking at the big focus of discipline, some things they focused on were setting high expectations for academics and behaviors. What was one of the main goals was to decrease discipline um, so that students can be in school to learn. If we are wanting to move our schools off of the state list and improve the academic performance of students, they have to be in school. So there has been intentional work with our principals, uh, with our assistant principals to ensure that that happens, that students remain in school. Now Hayes, now, Hayes says they also provide focus groups in the schools to help determine what's needed and also allow students to have a voice. Now, even though the district has shifted its approach to discipline, Hayes assures me that um, they are not writing fewer referrals. In fact, if the case or situation is great enough and the offense is that they will also be written up, expelled, or they can even turn into an expulsion. And if that offense is even greater, refer to law enforcement. Reporting live here in Charleston County, Leachville Wimberley, Live 5 News.
Governor Henry McMaster has vetoed 11 items from the state's new budget. It's a dramatic decrease from years past. Those items total one and a half million dollars. Last year, the governor vetoed more than 70 items amounting to more than $15 million, citing a lack of transparency as the reason behind that. He says there still can be some improvements to the process. The 11 vetoes range from duplicate requests to projects the governor deemed to be not a good use for state dollars. Lawmakers can still overrule McMaster's vetoes, but the leaders from both chambers say they won't vote on that until January. And McMaster also signed a bond reform bill into law. It instructs the South Carolina Law Enforcement Division to develop standards for electronic monitoring companies and bail bondsmen and to strictly enforce compliance. It also directs the Department of Insurance to hold bondsmen accountable and ensure reporting of violations. McMaster later released a statement saying he looks forward to continuing working with the General Assembly to close what he calls a revolving door of repeat offenders. At the top of the show, I told you that it's the birthday for an actor and actress who played a husband and wife on the 80s hit show Family Ties. Those performers who share the same birth date and same birth year are Michael Gross and Meredith Baxter. They both turned 76 today. Also celebrating birthdays this Wednesday, actor Bernie Capel from The Love Boat is 90. Actress Mariette Hartley is 83. Actor Doug Savant from Desperate Housewives is 59. And actor Chris Pratt from Guardians of the Galaxy is 44. Thank you again for joining us for Morning Y'all from Live 5 News. I'm Patrick Phillips. Stephen Artery will be in for Katie tomorrow. He'll talk to you then. Morning Y'all is produced every weekday morning. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And download the Live 5 News app for your mobile device. Get the latest news and weather updates 24-7 from Live 5 News, the Low Country's news leader.